All right, this is <clears throat> Social Introvert, and I'm back with the very last episode of Season 10, which would be Episode 9. And our, uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in for yet another season. Um, for those of you that celebrate uh, the new year, um, Happy New Year to you. Um, glad you guys showed up. Um, If you have any New Year's resolutions, I hope you actually stick to them and get accomplished whatever it is that you're setting out to accomplish this year. Um, I do want to say that I actually recorded this episode already, but what happened was an alarm went off on my phone, and when that alarm went off, you know what happened? It cut my entire episode. So I'm actually doing this for the second time. <laughs> and I'm going to get this out there to y'all. So as you all know, we read Self. So we are on the conclusion in the book, Get Rid of Yourself. And I will start reading now. But before I do, I have to give a disclaimer again. Uh, when you see the term God or creator, you replace those words with whichever um, word it is that you use to describe the higher power or force that you believe in. Um, Because as we all know, um, God is a term that is familiar across the globe. And everybody doesn't see God the same way. Some people see God as, you know, various different objects, ideologies, and even people. So um, when you hear the term God, just, you know, insert your term there. Um your deity there, law, equity, yourself, whatever. Um, whatever, it, whatever it makes sense to you, just add that in there, right? Uh, everybody has different beliefs. And um, again, I wrote this book when I was coming out of Christianity uh, back in 2018. So you're going to see heavy Christian propaganda in there. So just uh, food for thought. All right. All right. So with the conclusion, season 10, episode nine, I believe this to be the greatest part of the book, because now you can venture out and apply what you've learned in this book. There were quite there was quite a bit of information covered, and I hope I was able to help you understand your situation and how you can defy the odds and win every time. God takes pride or great pride in seeing his children win and succeed in life. I also enjoy seeing people's lives completely change and transform around me. I believe my purpose here on earth is to help people realize that you can change your life at the snap of a finger anytime that you decide you are ready to. Without realizing it, without realizing you need to change can be very costly in the long run. I've taken the liberty of providing you with a few pages in the back of the book so you can write out your plans and how you will carry them out. The content of this book is geared towards taking control of your life and being accountable for everything that you do. I touched on the mental and spiritual more than anything else because those two areas coincide with each other. I believe that if you can get your spirit in alignment with the creator and your mind to work alongside the spirit, you will in a sense be limitless. Now your reprogramming of the mind may take a bit longer than mine or maybe even shorter, but the point of this book in its entirety is to get you thinking the way you want to think and understanding the processes of how what we say and think become a reality, whether it's good or bad. Life and death are both in the power of the tongue. 
Whatever you speak manifests itself in one way or another. In other words, the things that you say will become. For me, I shout positive affirmations of love, truth, honor, wealth, prosperity, wisdom, and much more every single day. This has to be an everyday occurrence, not just a few days out of the week or month. What I've been trying to get across in this book is that you have to manually program your subconscious mind so that those random thoughts that number in the tens of thousands that cross your mind every day will be positive and not meaningless. Add some value to your subconscious mind, which will run on autopilot throughout the day. Autopilot, excuse me. You'll smile a lot more when your dreams and aspirations are running across your head versus the news that was on TV the day before. I cannot stress enough the importance of mastering your mind and learning how to think. Your mind and body are your biggest assets. Growing up in school, you're always taught to focus on what you're good at, avoid hard work, and you're encouraged to take shortcuts to finish. The thing is that by going through the process, you'll learn, you'll gain experience, and when you're done, you'll appreciate being uncomfortable. You'll be better prepared for the next obstacle and the subsequent ones that follow. People don't realize that your mind and body are designed to stop you from doing things that are unfamiliar to you, things that may cause friction. Your mind and body may not agree with resistance, which is why we have to reinforce discipline into our minds. Now, I'm not saying to thrust yourself into the most uncomfortable scenario, but I would suggest that you do something that takes you out of your comfort zone at least once a week. It builds character and you become familiar with pain and suffering so that when real obstacles come and they will come, you will go straight through it boldly. My dream is to see the people that I know and love succeed in all that they put their hands to and live abundantly. If I can have my hand in it to help, that would be even better. It does my heart well to see others happy and successful. Well, this is the end of my book. I hope you found the secret. I'm not actually done reading. I'm still going. For the record, I would like to thank everyone. I would like for everyone to know that I truly believe that the creator, no particular religious affiliation, has placed a great demand on my life to help people grow more into themselves and to help people excel in life. My purpose here on earth is to motivate people to change. I'm fully aware that I first had to change myself in order to become the role model that I always wanted in my life. Mentorship is a must if you want to become successful. My God has allowed me to become in contact with very successful people who are driven, motivated, and willing to help others unlock their hidden potential. Every person on this planet was given a purpose at birth, yet only about 3% of people know what that purpose is. I believe if I could help more people be aligned with their purpose, we can change the direction that this world is heading in. Love is one of the most powerful forces on earth, and we must all operate out of love. Love trumps success, wealth, happiness, anger, denial, addictions, fear, and more importantly, evil. Love is more powerful than weapons, can cut you deeper than a knife, and yet be as soft as a fluffy cloud, the clouds (laughs) that you see each day. I urge you to love your family, peers, and yes, even your enemies. I urge you all to love yourselves more. I want to leave you with one last note. Stop existing and start living. Peace be with all of you. So that is the end of my book. That is it. So I hope the entire, the book in its entirety has helped you uh, with perspective because that whole book, I don't want to say what the secret is, um, but I will say um, that I hope you found the secret. <laughs> um, I actually want you all to reach out to me or 
write on the question board on Anchor what you think the secret is in that book. Um, but yeah, uh, that book is really about, uh, you know, perception and, um, it's interesting, um, you know, looking back to who I was a little over four years ago and how much I've grown and, you know, learned and experienced life over the past four years to get to where I am now. And I must say that there are several things that I wish I had that I had four years ago, such as the discipline that I had during the time period that I wrote this book, because as you all know, I've said several times that I want to find the catalyst to ignite people to, you know, do extraordinary things or uh, out of the norm things, right? Like it's out of the norm for people to work out seven days a week, right? Um, It's out of the norm for people to focus on a a particular task um, every single day without fail um, with intense focus and extreme patience and diligence, right? It's out of the norm for people to stop smoking cold turkey um, without there being some kind of catalyst. It's out of the norm for people to change their diet without some kind of catalyst, right? So that's one thing that I want to discover um, and figure out, you know, how to master that and then, you know, teach others how to master that. Because again, I, I don't want someone to have to change their diet because they got some bad medical news that they got cancer or some kind of sickness or illness that can, you know, affect them in the long run, You right? So some people still don't change their diets, right? Or you have to start exercising because your physical activity sucks and your body is shutting down because you don't exercise enough. Or, hey, you got to stop smoking because your lungs are turning dark black, right? Um, it's just that when I wrote this book, I had a catalyst, Right? One would question whether or not I could have wrote this book and exercised the intense, you know, dedication I had towards writing this book and finishing it along with exercising seven days a week at the same time. Um, One would question whether or not I could have done that without the catalyst that it took for me to to get this stuff done. Now, um... One might say, yeah, I mean, anybody could just sit down and write a book, right? Anybody could just, you know, go to the gym and work out seven days a week. But people don't really do that. (laughs) Like less than 0.0001% of the population is going to go work out every single day intentionally. And probably less than that, write a book. So the whole idea really behind the book is to see things from a different perspective and try to I don't want to say try to see things objectively because I did have some biases in the book but just to I'll just say perception I'll just put it that way right so I hope that book helped you guys Um, I hope it changed your perspective because again with all of us we all have various uh, beliefs Again, which is why I have to give the disclaimer on the term God that is used in there. Because at the time, I used the term God as the one that I was most familiar with at the time. 
which was the Christian version of it. And um, I know everyone doesn't subscribe to that. I don't, I don't subscribe to that anymore. And I know that word can be used for many other purposes. And like I said, again, nobody, no one truly knows, um, you know, what force or if there's even a force that's driving all of these things, right? Um, that, you know, those things including existence, you know, science, nature, you know, and even humans. Because as far as we know, there wasn't a time when, when man was not, right? We would, we, we would never know who the very first human was if there was a first human or if humans have always been. We will never know or understand you know, what force, I guess you could say, structured all of this, right? Because everything out there is a theory. We're trying to figure things out. Like, so that's where religion comes into play is because some people, um, you know, don't understand science. So then they rush to religion because it's uh, an extremely watered down concept where you just have to believe, you know, what somebody else used philosophy to, to come up with. Right. Some people say, you know, there's a deity that created everything and is ultra powerful. And, you know, the heroism stories, you know, good always trumps evil and that they from the beginning to the end, there'll be battles. But good always wins. You know, the typical stories that we generally hear in religion and cartoons. And I mean, religion is mythology. So I'll just say all across the board, we're, we're very familiar with in all of religious texts and in all of anime and all of cartoons, movies, you know, the bad guy always loses and somehow or another the good guy always comes out on top. And um, as we know, in reality, it doesn't always work that way. Um, so it's different. It's, it's actually a, a very fun conversation to have with people uh, because when you mix science, philosophy, and religion and theology all together, um, you get like this giant mashup soup of some pretty crazy ideas. And, you know, some people subscribe to those ideas and still happen to become successful people. And other people uh, just so happen to be, you know, hypnotized by it. Um, right. Because when you do those things, you know, there's there's one thing that will, for the most part, always defeat those things. Right. If we're speaking objectively to things that all. The one thing that always defeats, you know, religion and the ideologies is history, right? Um, Because, you know, history attempts to keep, you know, an account of everything that happens objectively. Of course, we know winners write history. Um, But again, when you when you start talking about ideologies and concepts as as, you know, real things that is in that it is impossible for us to understand or know, you know, history does a great job of eliminating that um, from the conversation. But again, I like the idea of talking about it. Me personally, I'm an anime guy. Uh, my One of my favorite animes of all, well, my favorite anime of all time is the Dragon Ball franchise. Um, it, it would be safe to say I've seen every single episode of Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, and I want to say Super as well. Um, I didn't really watch Dragon Ball. I came across the franchise in the middle of Dragon Ball Z, and I played the games growing up and all of that stuff too. Um, but that's quite possibly my favorite anime 
well, not, not quite possibly. It is my favorite anime of all time. So, in there, there's a lot of mythology, you know, seven Dragon Balls, you know, there's a dragon that can grant your wish, there's different levels of gods in the hierarchy, um, and also when it comes to tropical astrology, I'm a Pisces, which deals with, you know, the spiritual realm, um, dreams, um, etc. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to in these next seasons to actually sit down and have conversations with other people versus just hearing me talk. Um, Because I think that would, you know, bring a little bit more light to the conversation or even me doing live videos so that there could be Q&As and stuff like that, Um, whether it be through Instagram Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live. Um, So, yeah. I just think it'll be pretty cool to have those conversations and hear other people's theories because I got theories for days. <laughs> I, I can, uh, And your theories on life and where life comes from and whatnot and where, where you think that people go when they die or where people came from in the first place, your theories can only go as far as the information that you've come across. So, you know, obviously, if, if you've only studied one religious book and no history... Your, your answer is going to be one way. If you study a little bit of history, more religion, a different way. No religion, all history is a different way. Um, you know, all of the theories. If you study science, it's going to be different. So across the board, um, this conversation can go on literally forever. Um, and especially like if you meditate and you've had even those people, the people who meditate, like I meditate from time to time. Um People who have taken psychedelics like shrooms and ayahuasca, uh, their experiences will be quite different. Uh, People who have been initiated into African traditional religions, um, their experiences and their ideas would be different. Um, Even people like the Eskimos and people who live in remote, isolated parts of the world, their experience would be different too. So I look forward to uh, congregating with people from all walks of life and you know trying to come together to you know come on come together with an idea um or uh, i'll even go as far as say a spiritual system or religion where everybody can agree on set parameters right like we can all agree that it is against our best interest and everyone else's best interest to inflict harm on someone um intentionally for unknown causes right it would be and it would behoove you to be kind to people you know and you don't know right so i don't know we'll figure it out but anyway uh you can all check out my website www linktree.com forward slash sonetter s-a-n-e-t-e-r um and again for those that don't know sa means sun in the ancient comedic language and netter or netteru means uh supreme deity or you know everything i guess you call it that some people believe it means nature only because the original meaning of the word netter has been lost but in context of what we've seen in reading the meadow netter um, it best refers to, you know, deities or the deity of all deities. 
right? And again, I'm not a comedic science practitioner, but I enjoy the mythology that is there in Kemet. I've learned a lot and it's helped me um, in my life journey personally. So uh, I do like some of their concepts and, you know, from time to time use them. Uh, I even have a Sar and I'll set sitting like in a high area in my room that overlooks my office. Um, along with a pyramid with a pentagram on it and you know I've got my money mojo and all kinds of stuff I got like a crystal up there and those came from friends that I know are practitioners so um, yeah that's just what Sonetta means for those that didn't know um, share this with your friends and family that you can get my book Get Rid of Yourself which we just finished reading Hack Yourself Design Your Life or Accept Your Fate also um, what's the last one uh, my stock options volatility course, as well as, um, as well as my song memory should still be on there. So that's all I got for y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in for another season. And I will certainly be back with a new season soon. Be prepared for new material. Um, that's it guys. Peace.